We look at first news, fair, accurate, you get the damn truth. U.S. officials said thousands of Haitian migrants camped in the small Texas border town of Del Rio are being released in the United States, just releasing them. They told them to come back to immigration court when it's time. The move is undercutting the administration's statements that thousands that are in the camp faced immediate expulsion to Haiti. Well, that's not true. They're being released into the United States. Advance of lava from that volcanic eruption in Spain's Canary Islands has slowed down, raising doubts about whether it will fan out now across the land and destroy more homes with that giant river of lava. Lava's been moving about 2,300 feet per hour. Day after the eruption, the lava grew thicker. It grew as much as 50 feet high in some places. Consumed 350 homes. All hell is breaking loose across the world, folks. Right now, we have lost control. First of all, in the Middle East, it's in a shambles. Uprising and wars throughout the Arab country was the subject yesterday at the UN General Assembly meetings in New York. Taliban takeover of Afghanistan. Situation in the Arab world has deteriorated now just over the last year. Lebanon, Syria, Iraq, Yemen, all teetering too on the brink of humanitarian catastrophes with economic implosions that are now threatening the region and the expansion of terrorism in those countries as well. There's talk of support with Taiwan and Australia in the Indo-Pacific region. They're trying to shore up their military defenses and practices. U.S. President Joe Biden and Chinese leader Xi Jinping chose calming language after some underlying issues between the United States. China's building up their military outposts throughout the world like they're getting ready for some type of move coming up tomorrow joe biden will host the leaders of japan india and australia and he's going to do all of that at one time (laughs) (sighs) folks they're out of control there in washington president joe biden is pushing in person for fellow democrats to hasten work on his build back better agenda Democrats are trying to bridge party divisions. Isn't going to happen. They want a total social economic restructure of America. $3.5 trillion. Republicans will not support it. The U.S. has moved a step closer to offering booster doses for Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine for seniors and others who are at high risk. The FDA. So what that means is, if you're not high risk, don't worry about the booster vaccine. That's what they're saying. The FDA signed off on the shots as a way to shore up protection for people with underlying health conditions. Not a done deal yet. CDC has to weigh in on it first. We got two government agencies that are battling for power, right? This is like an NFL playoff game. You got the FDA against the CDC. The CDC hasn't weighed in on who they believe should get the boosters yet, but the FDA says you should if you're vulnerable. 
head of the UN Food Agency yesterday said there's 16 million people just in Yemen alone that are marching towards starvation. The World Food Program said they're going to have to cut the rations that feed millions of people in these worn, torn, terrorist-held nations. There's an appeal right now for at least $4 billion worth of food just for Yemen. Spoke at the General Assembly yesterday. A federal judge has dismissed some of the biggest unsettled lawsuits that were filed by men who said Ohio State University officials failed to stop decades of sexual abuse by the now-deceased team doctor Richard Strauss. The judge agreed Wednesday with OSU's argument that the legal widow for such claims had passed. In one ruling, Watson said it's indisputable as he ambushed hundreds and hundreds of students at that university. South Carolina's Supreme Court has ruled that a state law preventing anybody from moving a Confederate monument or changing an historical name of a street or building without the legislature's permission is legal. In the same ruling, the justices struck down a requirement that two-thirds of the General Assembly must approve the name change or the move. The ruling will keep intact South Carolina's Heritage Act. It prevents a college or some agency from removing a monument or other type of historical building from South Carolina. We talked earlier about a challenge to try to find teachers, shortages of staff. Public schools have struggled now with teacher shortages. The pandemic exacerbated the problem. One school official in California said it's an acute shortage of labor, the biggest one they've ever seen. Playing out across the country, a lot of retirements. Teachers aren't putting up with the crap anymore. The vaccine mandates for schools, they're losing teachers there. Can't keep up. Oh, and just so you have something else to worry about, scientists have found evidence now of a new drug-resistant form of malaria that has shown up in Africa. A genetic mutation in 20% of the blood samples in Uganda. It suggests the main drug used against malaria is losing in its effectiveness there. Now, they haven't given, in this article, folks, they haven't given you the name of the drug that they use for malaria. But we all know what it is. It's hydroxychloroquine. Interesting. That's what they use for malaria. But see, they're trying to paint this picture that it's it's a dangerous drug when it's been used all around the world. It's used for rheumatoid arthritis. It's used for all types of things. Resistant forms of malaria were previously detected in Asia too. But Africa has 90% of the world's malaria cases caused by a parasite spread through mosquito bites. Asian stock markets a little higher today. Shares are up in Hong Kong, Shanghai, and Australia. The U.S. Central Bank indicated they may start raising its benchmark interest rate sometime next year, earlier than they thought. The S&P 500 up 1% yesterday. The Dow and the NASDAQ also up close to 1%. 
Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell is conducting these big high-ranking Fed meetings. Um, got a lot of power. Talked yesterday with others, other individual stock companies like Amazon, Chevron, Johnson & Johnson, and others talking about taking some new measures to help boost the economy. Oh, United Airlines is back in the news. United Airlines said that 97% of all of their employees are now vaccinated. But there are United employees that have gone to court and they are suing. The United uh, United Airlines CEO and spokesman said vaccines really work. Now, I don't know what kind of medical degree the pilots have or the CEO <laughs> of United has, but he said that the vaccines work. And others are now suing. Governor Greg Genforti said he's going to deploy some more soldiers to help the hospitals in Great Falls. 19 hospitalizations there. Genforti announced the upcoming deployment of 20 Guard members to benefit health system starting next weekend. On Tuesday this week, he announced 70 Guard members were sent in to fulfill some requests for additional help. Under the current request, Montana will have 107 Guard members assisting. Montana hospitals are reporting now 395 patients in all of the hospitals with COVID-19. We have some four, I think it was 4,200 or 4,400 hospital beds in our state. 395 of them are COVID patients. Coalition, worker unions, disability rights groups, all filing suit against our Secretary of State. They want to be able to go in on Election Day, register to vote, vote. The lawsuit filed Wednesday said workers don't have time to visit an election office during regular hours. The only time they have, the only time <laughs> that a working person has a chance to visit one would be on election day, uh-huh. which is a Tuesday. Right. That's a work day. I don't get it. Uh, but they filed suit. It's the fourth one challenging the same law that was passed earlier in the year by the legislature and the Constitution says State legislatures set the election laws. And Brandy Carlisle has another trophy for her shelf. She won Artist of the Year at the 2021 Americana Honors and Awards Show. She said being named top artist during a pandemic is profound. <laughs> Country singer Mark Sturgill Simpson won Album of the Year. Good for him. For his bluegrass record. John Prine won Song of the Year. Uh, Carla Thomas, who is a Memphis soul singer, uh, was honored. The Mavericks were honored with a Lifetime Achievement Award. So, um, I I don't even know what the American honors show is uh did you know anything about that show? i know nothing about americana yeah. uh, except that you don't have to have hits to be successful hey this is kind of cool many of the performances during the show honored the artists who have passed away including a tribute by steve earl to his son 
Buddy Miller sang one of Tom T. Hall's songs. Emmy Lou Harris and Rodney Crowell sang the Everly Brothers classic, Let It Be Me. And uh, so they honored some of the artists that uh, were gone at that show last night. You know, I think that's one of the better things about uh, the, the lesser watch shows. They do better tributes. Uh, the CMA, if somebody dies, they get, you know, a 60-second tribute, maybe 90. Mm-hmm. But uh, so anyway, I, I didn't even know what this award show is. I've never heard of even that award show before, but it uh, it happened. You know, I find this funny because like a lot of people that we hear from, uh, the big fight is not over the vaccine. The fight is over having it mandated, uh, whether you want it or not. Golden State Warriors swingman Andrew Wiggins said earlier this year the only way he'd get a COVID-19 vaccine is if he was forced to do so. And now the season is getting ready to start and the organization is having trouble. Uh, and they say they can't comment about what's going on at this point. In a statement to the newspaper, uh, San Francisco Department of Public Health said it would not comment specifically on Wigan's situation unless the NBA grants him a religious exemption. Because as an employer now, you got to be careful because you can't discriminate anything racial. No. And you can't discriminate anything sexual. No. And so they get down to it, and Wigan says, huh. Religious objection. Damn it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see? There's another one. Well, sunny today and a nice mild day. 75 this afternoon, 72 tomorrow. Going to heat up by the weekend. Uh, the weekend, Thursday, Friday. Saturday, it's going to be 86. They've changed, uh, they've changed Sunday now. Sunday is going to be 88. And then 87 on Monday. Next Tuesday, we start to cool off. There's a slight chance of showers next Tuesday. And uh, next Tuesday's high is going to be uh, 67. Next week is wedding week. And uh, got people coming in and stuff throughout the course of the week and it's a big week for me and Mark. Our little girls get married <laughs> next right. week. It's so proud yeah, of her. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, so uh, that's going to be something. Oh, I got to cover one more thing here. Uh, winds today, 5 to 10 miles an hour, so I don't get my butt chewed by the sprayers out there. <laughs> that's what's happening. Mark and Paul here together. Thanks for tuning into The Cat, 102.9 on your FM dial.